Bye, everybody. Thanks for continuing to listen. If you're not on it already, we have a new home on Discord. That is the We Roll Dice Discord. I'd like to see some of y'all come in and join us and have a good time. Uh, it's not just us at Eterna. We also have Hex Grid Heroes. We have Dice Benders D&D. And we have Horizon City. Uh, so you'll get to hear Riley... You'll get to hear Dawn. Uh, you'll get to hear Ray or Frog. Um, as well as just come and hang out with a bunch of really awesome people and chill, maybe play some uh, tabletop games. So, come on in. Links in the description. Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. This podcast is an Eldritch Dream Games production, a dark fantasy Pathfinder game laced deep with cosmic horror. We'd like to thank our patrons for making these things possible. Brian Bridges, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Frog Shark, Robin Mims, Thomas Wayne Haley, Rip Rex, and Tim Demuse. We'd also like to honor the memory of Wesley Sullivan. Now, let us listen. Last time on Dungeon Ball Z, party had fought against the summoned air elemental of Chellis Gold Thrush Leaf's mother. Discovering her to be in a mentally hindered state due to the disease that has been ravaging the Enclave. She, however, with a bit of trickery and some magic from Thon, has been cured, although not yet set right. Shadow and Void went to go attend to other ill folk while Thon got rest so that he may tomorrow or as soon as possible, spread his healing among the others, where, while Riley, Zilla, and Leaf, and uh, Dimble Thimblethop all attempt to gain access under the grove for speaking with Haldale, which, uh, who was being threatened by one uh, by Amber, one of Leaf's sisters. His other sister, is it Jean or Jean? Uh, I was going with the French pronunciation, so it's like Jean or Jean, Jean, Jean. whatever. Okay, uh, so, and his sister, Jean, I think you said Jean before. We'll, yeah, Jean. Yeah, Jean's, uh, Jean's fine. Sister Jean uh, was in the chamber with their mother, whom seems to have forgotten that Leaf has been here for a little while. And she was not the most friendly appearing of folk. So I think we return uh, to that scene. So as as I recall, uh, at the end of the last session, I was approaching uh, on the opposite flank of Chellis's bed. And I believe Sis was uh, at her hand slowly going towards her weapon. If I recall correctly. Basically, she... 
Uh, you don't necessarily... I don't think, think she's just going to swing on you, but she's definitely ready to, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, well, g- given that he, he knows his mom's uh, more or less squared away as far as the, the disease is considered, um, I, I think he's just going to take a seat on his side of the bed and, uh, you know, reach out a hand, I guess, to try and hold her hand or, or comfort her somehow. Cause you know, I, I'm imagining, especially given that she doesn't seem to be retaining memories all too often, uh, that she could probably use a little comfort in the bewildering circumstances. So you reach out your hand and, and she'll, uh, reach out and, and take it with one of hers. Uh, her other hand uh, is currently holding the hand of your sister, Jean. And uh, so she reaches out and she looks kind of happy, like a, a little bewildered. Obviously, like some things are still kind of trying to click in her head, uh, which seems fairly obvious. But uh, otherwise, she seems quite happy to see you. Um. Good. <laughs> That's uh, much better than, you know, summoning elementals. This is my preferred mother mood. Um, <clears throat> and so uh, I, I think he'll just kind of, you know, clutch her hand in between both of his and uh, just... How, how are you feeling? Um, I'm a bit tired, but otherwise I... I think I'm all right. I I hear uh, from Sheen that my fever is gone, so I I think I'm going to get better. Many thanks to our healers. Then I think maybe you should rest, and he'll just like shoot a dirty look to his sister. And she like light just meets it and just intensifies the shit she was throwing at you with her looks already. Mother was a bit upset till recently. I agree that she should get some rest. We should probably leave. I'll escort you out. Best not to fuss over her while she's recovering. She like narrows her eyes. Yes, you'll escort me. And she uh, steps aside, raises up her scythe uh, uh, in like a, not like she's going to swing it, but like she's using it uh, to walk. Like a walking with. stick. Yeah. Mm. And she'll head towards the door, uh, matching your pace. Yeah, he, he gives one last squeeze uh, of the hand and then uh, makes his way out. As you do so, uh She's all, like, bundled up in the, uh, foliage-like, uh, blankets that, uh, cascade across her bed, and, uh, she gently lays down as you exit the room. Um, who's out in the hallway? Heldale, I believe Riley was out there, along with, uh, uh, your other two companions, Dimble and Zilla. But only one of my sisters is here, right? Yes. Uh, 
Amber, um, after you caught a glimpse of her threatening Hildale, uh, had um, had left. She had gone downstairs at the very least. Okay. Then uh, I, I think uh, he he just kind of walks out and says, "Well, she's on the way to uh, getting back to her old self." No, I believe there was talk of getting clearance for me and my companions to go beneath the grove. Uh, I take it you're saying this to Helldale? Mm-hmm. Jean okay. uh, scoffs as she she starts heading down to where uh, Amber had head, but she obviously hears this exchange and just seems uh, incensed a bit, I guess. It's 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 partially intentional on on my part, maybe not from Leaf's part, but uh, yeah, that's 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 good. Uh, so then you know he, he I guess uh, he just just gives her a look as she walks off, and uh, you know does does like the the hand steepling where he's like let's what let's get moving on this. What steps need to be taken to make this happen? You know, so Heldell will look between a lot of you and like he'll like make slow movement like walking down the sort of spiral it's more like a ramp than anything I guess a, a gentle incline that spirals around your home to lead to upper floors um, and he'll slowly make his way while speaking with all of you unfortunately I think I may have already pushed what power I have as far as it can go. The other elders, of course, your mother's in no such state to make her own decisions for this. And the others, I do not think, will be in any particular agreement for this. I'm not really sure. Then let us play our case. We've already accomplished much in the short time that we've been here. And I've certain influence. I'm sure the, the forest could speak for our case as well. If so, then your mother's temporary replacement, Green Tender Jezin, she's perhaps your best in between the other elders. Show me the way. He he will lead you out of the house slowly. And you'll notice as you travel away from the house that an increased sort of presence that does not feel friendly at all um, kind of coalesces in open windows and behind vine fences the presence there are people um and they aren't exactly welcoming how uh how long of a walk do we have between where we're starting and where we're going um roughly hindered it would be about five minutes but here and there there are some people that like throw rocks or some plants along the path would like reach up and like 
fuck with one of you. Um, obviously not of their own volition, but there, there's a certain uh, obvious uh, distaste for your presence. And most of these are directed towards the non-Elven members of the group, but mostly at you, Riley, uh, being human and Ugh. not some sort of mysterious shadow creature. <laughs> um, so it, it's definitely a unpleasant walk, I guess you could say, uh, which with these interferences will just take a little bit longer than the five minutes. Right. So I think that I would like to attempt to potentially make the situation worse by trying to make it slightly better. And I forget if I if Riley during our time here, if I've asked for a similar thing. But what comes to mind is I think Riley wants to maybe kill time during the walk and attempt to bridge the gap between himself and his party and these people by seeing if he can maybe come up with some sort of tale of a legendary hero, elven hero from these parts, or maybe a tale of elves from his homelands that paints these people in a decent light. You know, something that's like, oh, I'm sharing in your culture. I know this story and I'm reciting this story. All right. Um, so in order to do that and have it be to some degree effective, you would have to stop. Like if you just were telling a story as you were walking along, these people aren't following you. They're like throwing this shit from their homes mm -hmm. and whatnot. So then, uh, if you wanted to do this, you would have to stop. I think in that case, it is mostly for the benefits of Helldale. He's not going to, oh, Riley's right. not going to stop. Um, but he will still tell the story. Maybe it's something Leaf is familiar with. Maybe it's a way to endear Riley a little bit more towards Leaf's father. Or I don't know. Maybe if there's some elven children wandering around that really like storytelling, maybe they'll follow like Riley's the fucking Pied Piper. All right, you can go ahead and give me a uh, oratory check. I rolled, I got a total of 29 to oral. Hit. Um, <laughs> the term would be to orate. <laughs> oh, that, total that of would 69. Be... Nice. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> future Sean, cut all of that. I got a 29 oratory. <laughs> um so yeah, I think uh Helldale doesn't really seem to go through any much of a major shift. Um of course that the more uh severe shift in his attitude towards you came from uh a little bit earlier but um there doesn't seem to be a major shift he'll listen to you um go ahead and make me a sense motive those of you who who might so many sense motives around Helda. 19 also a 19 would either of you like to surge or would you like to save your stuff yeah. how many surges do i have Millions, you say? Uh, two less than millions. No, I think uh, I think I'm fine with Riley being a little bit oblivious on this one. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Leaf's already spent his for the day, hasn't he? 
Uh, I believe I have one left. Okay. Or maybe I didn't mark it off. Let's just assume it's at zero. So, uh, you don't get a good reading on him. He seems like a very serious person. This isn't pertaining to the issue at hand. He politely listens, but doesn't much, uh, react, uh, in any, uh, meaningful way, as far as you can tell. Um, <clears throat> so eventually you will, um, exit this more densely, uh, packed part of the enclave where these very thick, uh, sort of woven trees make up for housing of some kind. And the brush and bramble begin to uh, become a little more prevalent as the trees spread out and stand on their own. Uh, Leaf, you would obviously know that this is one of the green tenders uh, areas of sort of operation where they work among effectively untended wilderness, but still within the confines of the enclave. It's basically a sort of nature preserve that has a wall around it. Um, and they don't do anything to, like, they never cut or, or cull, um the plants here, but they instead uh, encourage things to grow in such a way that there's a balance between them so that, you know, weeds and whatnot don't choke the trees or the other things. So there's quite a bit of foliage in the area, uh, which does not hinder you, uh, but um, is a little bit more difficult for everyone else. Haledale uh, keeps himself to a narrow path along with uh, everyone else, I assume, but you can walk through this freely. Okay. <clears throat> and shortly thereafter, a uh, few more minutes of walking, Helldale will stop in a somewhat cleared area and he'll call out uh, verbally for Jezen. <clears throat> shortly thereafter, stepping out from one of the trees uh, a elven woman not much older than yourself uh, will exit. You recognize her as someone that was a little bit older than you growing up, but uh, was otherwise amid those who your mother and grandmother uh, taught green tending to, though you were never especially close necessarily. Uh, I, I guess he he would approach with maybe not necessarily a formal greeting, but a professional greeting. You know, Jezen, it's uh, nice to make your acquaintance again. Leaf, it's been a long time since the woods have seen you. But they remember. It's rare that they forget anything. Well, which brings us to our, our business and why we're here. I had hoped to approach uh, those in power to petition. I'd like to request ac access to the areas underneath the grove. Can you help us? 
And what business do you have beneath the sacred grove? The wood is suffering. I can hear it speak even as we stand here. We've already set about, and I wish to ply my hand and see what can be done to remedy whatever this awakening, this rumbling is in the heart of the wood. And do you think that yourself and these outsiders can do anything to help it? When all we have done has been unsuccessful? All that was... Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, all that's been attempted before we got here led to us arriving and curing my mother of this ravage that was going through the community. Perhaps a new perspective, a new set of hands to work at this issue is exactly what you need. We've proved ourselves once already. <clears throat> However, a spider that stops the sting of a wasp may just as well catch the butterfly or bee that tends the flowers. Proving yourself of one thing does not prove that you're all that helpful. So you would leave the land to travel inexorably into catastrophe? You know what's happening is just as unnatural. If you've not uh, the resources to do something to remedy it, at least let us go and observe. <laughs> you can look over us as, as we uh, look over and uh, try and take measure of the situation and see if anything can be accomplished at all. We can consult with you before making any tries and attempts at, at fixing this. We're just asking for access. It's not my access to give, not alone. But you say that Chellis is cured of her disease. Why not ask her? She still needs time to recover. The ravages of the disease sinks you into a pit, and it takes time to climb out. If it's not your permission to give, who should we reach out to? How many more do we need to convince? The council in general. I think you would do well to leave your outsiders where they belong if you intend to push this issue. If the outsiders are to take risks on behalf of this community, I, I don't see how they could be left to the side during the initial negotiations. I understand it might hurt our case, but I trust these people and the community needs to trust them. As you all lean against the tree that she walked through, and she kind of just shakes her head and walk, and looks off, obviously uh, considering what you're saying. I mean, is, is she still just like standing there or is she leaving? No, she's just standing there. Uh, she, she, seem, she seems to be thinking carefully uh and you feel like with uh what little you do remember of her that she is a collected and thoughtful yeah she's a thoughtful person uh she never seemed to be brash or jump to jump to much um and i suppose that's even uh, pointed out in the fact that she hasn't 
made much of a push against your allies. Then I, I guess he'll he'll step forward, uh, and, and and I guess so so he doesn't have to speak too loud to to get the point across. But he he says, uh, if you've any doubt in our abilities, the wood can speak on my behalf, and the gods. There are people, entities that people worship that can speak to the behalf of Shadow and Riley. I know what's happening in the world is absurd and treacherous and dangerous and things aren't the way that they used to be. And you might not believe me when I say so, but we're trying to do good in this world. And it was the first Oak, Grandfather Oak, that drove me to come back here. After all of these years, do you think I, I chose to come back here for a community that has such differing values as I do when Jean and Amber have been hunting me all this time uh, with just their blades a uh, hands width away from my neck no I've done this because we were driven by greater powers because it's the right thing to do because it's going to have the greatest impact on whether or not this community and hundreds of others survives what's to come help me convince the council to help you make me a diplomacy with a plus five bonus is that natural one that's a 31 <laughs> you got a 31 on a nat one no 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 it's I'm, I'm saying what like where is it i was expecting it because this seems like an important role <laughs> uh so with your plus five bonus that would be a 36 uh <clears throat> she'll close her eyes and she'll nod. I can't promise you much. But I agree at the very least to help you gain access. I can promise nothing about your friends. I just asked to be heard so we can play our case. That I'm sure I can do. Thank and you. Leaf. Not everyone believes wholeheartedly in what we do here and like her eyes kind of glance over at uh at helldale briefly uh in a nervous sort of fashion um but helldale is very obviously sort of like just looking away like at, he obviously hears everything but he's pretending not to pay attention with his elven ears um and she'll say Sometimes, perhaps, it is also better to ask forgiveness than permission. But I will do what I can for you. Thank you. And, I don't know, punch her in the shoulder and get at him. Um, no, I, I think... Um, that you, like, incredulously, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I think he'll thank her and then, um, I guess, make to step away. I'm, I'm just assuming that uh, her next step was was to uh, make good on her promises and go do some convincing on our behalf. On the very least, she will vanish into a tree. Gotta learn that trick. What level do you get tree stride at? I think it's like a fourth level spell. So I, I technically already have access to it. 
but I like I'm going to not prepare mad monkeys in exchange for that. <laughs> All right, so um, Helldale will turn to you and be like, I believe seed is sown. We should go and wait for it to sprout. Fair assessment. And he will take you back to your old home. Along the way, you see more people along the street glaring, uh, obviously uh, showing, if not if not Leaf, at least the rest of the party, that they aren't welcome. You can see among some of the younger individuals more sparks of curiosity or fear instead of contempt, but it's not absent. Uh, I, I guess he's he's going to um, try and march up and, and get walking side by side with Riley and just say, uh, I hope I didn't overstep speaking on uh, yours and Shadow's behalf. Uh, I'm imagining that uh, you'd want to take part in whatever's going to happen as much as I do. And uh, I surely didn't want you to have to sit and wait in camp knowing that there's good to be done in the world. Yes, of course, Leaf. I don't believe your judgments and assumptions were out of turn. I thought you did fairly well speaking on our behalf. Well, uh, I'm I'm hoping that uh, this decision wasn't a mistake. So we're going to have to bring um, our our best speaking podiums with us whenever we try and make our case in front of the council. Uh, Helldale will sort of slow just enough to speak with you for a brief moment. Uh, he says, your friend Shadow opted to go and comfort those suffering from the disease. It's not likely she'll be allowed out until there is a definitive mark on whether or not they're free of it. Quarantine period. He nods. But Vaughn should be working on that soon. He needs his rest. Well, then we'll let the pieces hit the table as they might. And so you continue on. You arrive back at Helldale's home. It's a little quiet the neighbors uh are either not home or are definitely keeping their distance having noticed more of the goings on is uh is is, is box still communioning with mama tree he's hanging out around in the back uh he seems to be in conversation, but not, uh, it's not nearly as intense. Okay. Then, uh, I, I guess, 
that's probably where he's, he's going to head unless somebody grabs his attention otherwise. Uh, what would Riley do? Is he going to go hang out with Leaf or explore or go inside and steal more uh, <laughs> lemon pepper muffins? I think his head is filled with lemon pepper muffins for the day. Does he have a room to explore? Um, I mean, there's the house. Um, at this point, you have somebody that's effectively, I guess you could say, guarding you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's there's not been any, you know, hard or soft boundaries really given to you. You've kind of got to prod those. Well, or not, depending on what you want to do. Uh, if we're entering a period of very quote unquote downtime, and if Riley has the opportunity to be left to his devices, it might be time to poke a little bit at some of those boundaries to see where the hard line is crossed or where the hard line is drawn. Because um, I think he want he kind of wants to explore a little bit to see what this community is about and he i think he fully knows that if he is walking the streets or whatever to be met with a lot of opposition just based on how the short commute um he just experienced but i think that's something that he weirdly wants to kind of get himself thrown into mm-hmm. um at the very least to see if there isn't any way to bridge the gap a little bit somehow. All right. So, uh, you're, if you do try to leave, your guard will follow you. Um, but not too closely. You have a feeling that this guard has, uh, certainly no love for you. So, um, Oh, okay. I don't really feel like the guard is there to guard you so much as guard everything against you. Yeah, okay. No, I figured exactly what's going to happen or what's going to try to happen. Step one is to befriend this guard person. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, buddy, what's your name? Have you heard the good word of Caden Callion? He likes to drink. Do you like to drink? I bet you guys have great wine. Okay. Yep. Let let's let's punch this uh let's punch this penalty. Um make me a diplomacy check. Sure. Oh man. God, I should take skill focused diplomacy. Oh, cool. That brings me up to A30. So you are able to change his starting attitude from hostile to indifferent for now Ah, nice you feel like he's certainly not going to uh really step in the way uh if somebody throws a rock at you um but he's probably certainly less likely to join in if a bunch of people stop start throwing rocks at you Mm -hmm. uh and he will otherwise also be easier to deal with yeah, so I think just chit-chatting with him a little bit, getting him too indifferent is the point at which Riley Riley is like, why don't we uh, go for a little bit of a stroll? Then I'd love to see some of the places around here. 
your funeral. Right, he'll follow you. It's going to take a lot to kill me. <laughs> and Riley will lead the way. All right. Uh, so other than like the whopping two paths you've been down, you're not really sure what's around exactly. Pause um, one second. Does the pursuer and or Dimble want to come? Uh, I think Zilla will uh, <laughs> stay behind with me. Yeah, uh, Dim- Dimble, I think, will come along. Okay, uh, cool. I'm up like... Yeah, it would be good if we can take a look around and see if there's anything else going on maybe we can help with. It might do well to improve our standing, perhaps. I agree. And maybe visit a local bakery or two. Uh, certainly a uh, tavern. They have those here, right? I don't know. I, I somehow doubt it. A winery? Maybe. Well, certainly they produce syrup. I'm not sure if they do that, like, divisively or kind of just across the board, though. Riley will look over his shoulder and say, "Uh, Steve, Steve, where would you go to get drunk around here? My name is Steve, not Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Riley smirks and says, my apologies, Steve. Now, what was your actual question? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that was super funny. Uh, Riley basically asked where one would go to get a drink around here. Depends. If you're wanting to drink wine, most of us make our own. If you just want water, there are many springs from which we have access. There are not that many of us that partake deeply in wine. The fresh juice of the plant is often just as sweet if not more so. Then, in your expert opinion, what would you feel like drinking right now? I don't think I can take you somewhere that would give... that would serve us what I would like to drink. So... I suppose we go this way, and he'll kind of tromp off to the left. Yeah, and I, I think as he starts leading the way, Riley's going to nudge Dimble and say, I really like this Steve guy. I think he and I really have something going on here. You you can feel it too, right? I think you try his patience quite a bit, but uh, it's definitely better than where we were. Yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> I'm told I grow on people. Like a fine mold. <laughs> like a fine <laughs> And I guess we go. Oh. We're off. Yeah, he leads you to a slightly lessly dense area. Uh, from which the trees that overhang the paths uh, de- developed a uh, a sweet and and tart fruit uh, that is very juicy. Um, they're reminiscent of oranges, but a bit more sour and a lot less sweet by comparison, but still sweet. Hmm. And he. he picks one for himself and like peels it and starts eating it uh and he just like kind of motions at it um up in the branches you got your own and don't mind if i do i'll grab myself and dimble one okay oh good these smell like they'd be good for fighting off scurvy (laughs) and dimble (laughs) will unpeel it (laughs) or peel it not unpeel it sure um and, and it is uh, definitely not something you'd probably jump up and down for. It, it is a little 
uh, more tart than anything. Not quite lemon or lime, but definitely a citrus. No doubt. Neat. I, I think Riley just enjoys experience and tasting something he's never really tasted before, which definitely... I, I probably hasn't really I don't think I've talked about it, but I think that's one of the more interesting things about all the traveling he's done is not only experiencing the different people that he's come across, but also the different cuisines, which is probably why he likes Leaf so much. Definitely the one reason why he likes Leaf so much is for the cooking. But um, I, I would like to think that while we're partaking in this fruit and just kind of hanging out like three of us and whoever else might be by, I think Riley would like to pick up on Dimple mentioning scurvy to talk about Dimple's sailing experiences and just chat for a while, like out in the public, just hang out me, Stiev and Dimple. Yeah. Um, is that something you want to go into or just? As no, a... th that's fine. It just as kind of a scene time passing thing. Yeah. Um, are there any uh, questions you would like to ask of Steve now that you've improved his attitude? Um, off the top of my head, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just keep in mind that he is more likely at this point to be uh, forward, if not friendly, with things. So mm -hmm. you can make uh, diplomacy checks on him to uh, ask ask questions and such yes for sure all right so time passes there uh meanwhile back at the tool shed or rather the quartermaster's house leaf you're hanging out with your good buddy box and the pursuer lady zilla is nearby she's minding her own business she's not like up your ass or anything but um, she's she's hanging out over by the little stream that runs through your house, um, kind of like playing in it with her hands. And Box is still, like I said, kind of casually conversating with his mother tree. But it seems like the whole sharing of of what has happened has, has progressed it's it's done now um i think he will roll over to uh box and um just just kind of you know do a quick hand pat greeting to both him and uh the tree and uh just say uh i've got a favor to ask uh that's that's going I, I'm going to need done uh, pretty quickly as I'm not sure um, how efficient the council is going to be in moving to hear what I have to say uh, but I, I hope to move forward and see what's happening beneath the grove uh, there appears to be or there feels like there's something wrong in the heart of the wood and I would like myself and my companions to go see what we can do to help remedy or solve this this change, this shifting. And uh, we plan to plead to the council. And it, knowing that the wood, the spirits of this forest were in agreement that they were on our side, that this was something 
that was good and was desired by the forest would go a long way towards convincing them. If, if this could be passed along uh, so that should the council uh, ask these questions of the spirits, uh, I would appreciate it. Um, there's a rustle among the tree and uh, and it speaks to you. It's like, yes, of course. Thank you. But while I'm here, I, I don't imagine you know anything about those happenings. Is there anything you can tell me? Only echoes through the soil, pain and sickness. Okay. So. Perhaps the fleshy ones? No. And this being a term for uh, fungus. Oh. Um, where's the Vardo? Uh, it's back at the, um, like the separator gate. Okay. But you wouldn't figure that, like, the fungus you have would be aware of what's going on in the area. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, it, it, it just reminded me for a second. <laughs> um, I, I guess he, he would say, um, I, I think they might. Let me see if I can go ask them then. And he will go try and find some fungus. All right. You do not find any among the, uh, the surroundings of your home. Uh, you know that there are a few places throughout the conclave that at least in your time uh, fungus was cultivated in a somewhat natural setting so uh, you feel like you know where you could find some but it would mean leaving the grounds then it, it does, does Leaf have an escort? Yes. is there someone guarding over him? yes then um I don't know I, I, I guess he would say uh Box, would you care to join me? Hmm. Sure. And he'll and, and then with Box in tow, I think he would approach Lady Zilla and uh, just say, well, um, if, if you've seen enough of the personal grounds of my family, I was thinking about making a trip over to one of the um, fungus farms that we have for the Enclave. And uh, speaking to the spirits over there, see if maybe we can get some more information on the situation at the heart of the wood. And uh, if you'd like some new scenery, you're welcome to come. She considers it for a moment, it seems. Uh, but she'll uh, stand up and turn to you and be like, something to me doesn't feel right over here. I think I'll stick around, keep an eye on things. I say, care to elaborate on that? Hard to, hard to place. It's not exactly quiet, you know, but there's a certain quietness here that wasn't before. Can he listen for this quietness? Uh, sure, go ahead. Make a perception. I guess, is there like uh, an absence of something that was there before? That's a 22. You, like, you close your eyes, you focus, try to listen. Don't really detect anything that you find noticeable or that you would like take down as being odd well okay and uh says sure um was there anyone else that was left 
here from our group? Um, I mean, technically, not your group, but Thawne is supposed to be inside somewhere. Okay, um, then I, I, I guess he would just say, then, could you keep an eye on Thawne for me? Uh, I, I worry with my sisters lurking about that they might get up to some mischief. And I can do that. Thank you. And then, he's he's really not even asking for permission from, you know, his guard slash guide person. Uh, I, I think he's just making to walk to the place that he remembers. Fungus Farms. You will definitely be followed. Uh, this guard does not immediately treat you as hostile, but they are unfriendly to you. So, uh, you're not as bad off, but you're not quite as good as Riley ended up in terms of your personal relationship with your guard. Um, but yeah, you can head off that way. You eventually come to a mound topped with uh, a sort of rooty tangle uh, beneath a relatively small tree compared to those around it, but uh, still a tall one. It's wide but shallow roots uh, seem to keep the structure of the roof of this little dirt cave and this is pretty much how uh, they make the the fungal area or the fungal growing areas I think you would be aware there's somebody inside uh, from sounds it's not like they're trying to hide or anything sure um I mean, he, he would do whatever the, the like fungal equivalent of like knocking on a door frame would be. Just hello. Uh, do you say hello in common or Elven? Uh, well, it's it's the Leishal Enclave, and so it's definitely going to be an Elven. Okay. And you hear up uh, a young voice. Uh, who's there? Just coming to speak to the uh, mushrooms. So you would see a, a young elven boy uh, with sort of shortish hair. Think, think, uh, think a kaiba cut. Oh god. You're a mishy. Uh, he looks kind of confused. And, uh, he's like, are, are you a green tender? Only officially. Oh, um, I don't recognize you. Uh, it's been quite some time since I've been home. And uh, I think he'll just kind of stride forward and offer a handout. My name is Leaf. Nice to meet you. Like, he starts to reach for your hand and then you say your name and he like stops and kind of like recedes and backs away from you. Uh, he just looks afraid. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think Leaf is probably going to start, you know, pacing about the facility as he talks with him, just kind of, you know, you see somebody walk into a shop, like an antique shop, and start checking out shelves and stuff. He's doing the mushroom equivalent, just, you know, like peeking or like looking in between some shelves of fungus or something. And uh, he says, uh, I, I take it you've probably heard some nasty things about me. You're a deserter. What are you doing here? Would it uh, make his, any... His eyes like died, dart up to the guard uh, uh, and like and like back at you. Of course, Box can't fit down here, so Box is outside. It's like crouching um, by the doorway. The guard, I think, kind of like taps into what's going through the kid's head, and he'll like step out of the sort of like entry tunnel 
Um, and as you're walking around, the kid like edges his way up to the tunnel and runs out. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, he definitely seems frightened of you, but you probably don't think that's too surprising. Uh, you were told some pretty awful things about deserters when you were a child. And I, I guess as he's, you know, pacing about the room, I, I guess looking for like the thickest cluster of fungus for his eventual conversation with them, uh, he'll just kind of, you know, call out over towards the guard. I, I take it they've said some awful things about me. Yeah. How much of it? We'll see how much is deserved. How much of what they said do you think is true? He thinks for a second. Can't say for sure. A lot of it seems speculative. <laughs> Get like the Christopher Hitchens of, you know, elven guardsmen here. Uh, <clears throat> so then I, I think he will pace once more around the room towards this guard and uh, say, well, supposing that the decisions made by the leaders of the community are supposed to be driven by what's best, what's most uh, beneficial for the good of the forest and the community. You would agree with that? He nods. At least they're supposed to. Now, have you ever heard of an evil green tender? One who causes harm and uh, sows discord and chaos to gain that kind of trust from the forest? And keep it. I don't speak to trees. The latter part, not so much, but the earlier part, Blight Lord Diana. I'm sure you've heard the stories of her as well. No, I don't know. Have I? <laughs> Christ. Uh, yes, you would have. You would have heard them. They're kind. Of, she's kind of like a boogeyman among grain tenders. Uh, some people say she's still alive out in the woods somewhere in a rotten glen. But uh, to your knowledge, it's more of a tall tale at this point. She was likely found and killed long ago. Right. Well, uh, historical figures aside, have you ever known a green tender to do such horrible things as they would describe uh, coming from a deserter? No. But then again, it's only one that's come back. Do you think perhaps... Uh, the militant nature of the forces we have chasing such deserters might be keeping them away. Or, uh, I'm not sure if you've seen the size of the blades that my sisters carry about, uh, but perhaps they don't make it back due to creatures such as them. Make me a perception. Or not a perception, uh, fucking diplomacy. 23. Don't suppose I much know about that. We have all of a small handful of those who reach out beyond, and that's not their primary purpose. Well, given that the default reaction, the retaliation of the Enclave, for anyone who uh, disagrees with the way things are done here, is to lash out, imprison, or kill, hunt down and kill, uh, such individuals. You can imagine uh, the, the lengths 
that such leaders would go to to discourage more of that type of behavior. New elves aren't made quite so quickly as they used to be. And uh, just from walking around the Enclave these days, it looks like our numbers are dwindling. Many people are ill, kept below ground in cool chambers, slowly wasting away. I, I suppose I'm sidestepping my point. Needless to say, I, I would think that the wood, the spirits of the wood at least, are decent judges of character. Of uh, all the green tenders that you've met, they've mostly had the benefit and the good of the people in the forest in mind. And I can say uh, I have the patronage of quite a few trees and quite a few spirits of the wood that I've met in my day. And uh, let's see, I swear I've, I've got... Um, you know, he, he'll just reach into a pouch and, uh, you know, toss out some of the, the old satchel. I'm not sure. Do, does the, the like seed sowing like growth version of mm-hmm. the, the function of that, would, would that work in like a fungus type environment? Like would I, it grow like big mushroom caps or is that kind of like? Uh, it does expressly use seeds, not spores. So you would probably grow... Um, just like corn other, yeah like a random plant um, it would grow down here it probably wouldn't live horribly long because of the lack of light But okay that, that seems wasteful then um, but you know he, he'll just say I, I, I think uh, that the patronage the faith and the belief that the wood and the spirits therein have placed in me over the years speaks to the righteousness of the decisions that have been made Regardless of what the leaders say about me, the fact that I've come back even beyond the the threat of death should speak to what we seek to do here. We're curing curing and remedying the issues that we see at the behest of the people. And I hope you at least could see that past the words of the council or whichever naysayers there might be well you're not dead yet so something's going on and uh you know little Kurt smile before uh he turns back to a big cluster of mushrooms and says hello so you turn to a cluster of honey buttons and uh they're sprayed out hemispherically almost like a bouquet and a little chorus of voices chime out. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, little ones. I come seeking answers and offering food. Who's the most knowledgeable among you? Uh, you hear a tiny chorus um, from some large, uh, less mushroomy, more like spore potty looking mushrooms in a back corner, a very large cluster uh, with thick um, stalks. Then he will approach and say, Hello, my name is Leaf Gold Thrush. We remember. Good. Uh, Then I suppose we can skip over most of the introductions. I'm told uh, there is something wrong in the heart of the woods. 
uh, akin to a disease or a rot, but not the kind that helps the forest heal. Not a rot. More an infestation. Bugs, mites, but not... How long have they been there? Since the last crack of the new year. That would line up about when the big cataclysm had, yeah? Yes. The far readers remember the bells. Uh, then I, you know, I, I think, uh, at this point he'll, he'll reach into the old satchel and, uh, you know, toss, I, I guess, some, uh, quick growing seeds out towards the base of these, uh, these mushrooms or maybe like off to the side so that the growth doesn't like disturb it. But basically he's, he's, you know, going to, to shred some of whatever grows and sprinkle it about the bases of the fungus as they talk. Okay. And um, he he says, um, if I wanted to to access the area of this infestation to help excise it, cut it out, rid the forest of uh, such an ailment, is there a less traveled path to reach it? There are many paths deep below. The glowing ones, they live those caverns. They sometimes touch our earth and share what they have to say. Could could I recognize the reference of the glowing ones? Uh, you imagine uh, glowing cave mushrooms. Hmm. Okay. It's an easy enough thing for you to pull a... Pull a thought on you know because you've got like what plus 21 to fucking nature uh let's see what do i have 22 don't shortchange me okay <laughs> so yeah it's something that you don't even have to roll to know about okay uh would would he know just you know hereditary memory uh where he could find such caves and or caverns Perhaps ones that uh, m- might not be primarily used by the folks in charge. So, in the event, you know, you, the negotiations went south. Tale from your childhood about a great beast that lives out in the woods and that it would come out of a cave in the ground. You never found this cave and you don't know exactly where it is, but uh, you also know that most because uh, I've actually hinted at this before <laughs> um, doing some right for once um, but uh, you don't know where it is uh, my, my um, stories often have a hint of truth to them my earlier castings of uh, commune with nature wouldn't have given me any indication of such features it's not close enough Bummer. Uh, at least to your knowledge it you, you know it's somewhere out in the woods. It's not going to be, like, in the conclave or enclave. Okay. Then I, I, I guess he'll he'll ask them, says, um, do you know where I could find some of these glowing ones? Deep below, they grow from rocks instead of soil. Is there a way to reach them from the surface? Where I could reach them from the surface? 
We are touching at the moment. We can ask them what they know. Uh, you know, he'll just toss them some more, you know, shredded plant matter, I guess. Says I, w- I would appreciate such information. They say the light comes far away. In the early cool hours, it touches the edge of where they can grow. The sun used to always be where it was, but now it changes. It burns them away from the mouth. Okay. Uh, in, in the time that we've kind of been in this this part of the country, I guess, would we have noticed, like, the shifting of the sun? I'm, I'm assuming, is, is it doing, like, a rises in the east kind of thing, or...? Yeah, for simplicity's sake. Okay, um, fair. Then um, he, he just thinks for a minute, and uh, he says, Thank you. And... Uh, I think you would draw the conclusion that there has to be a clear area where this cave is. Otherwise, uh, the trees would block the sun. Right. Cool. And it's to the east, because that's the direction that the sun rises. So, um, then I think he will say thank you and uh, toss out, you know, half of the remaining like plant matter right under like right at the base of their growth and then you know toss the rest around the room to kind of like feed the group at large and uh he'll say to um Roger or whatever his guard's name is Roger <laughs> <laughs> we're just putting a hyphen in front of normal names at this point Roger uh <laughs> and uh he'll say well um I, do you happen to know where uh, the the sick are being kept? I believe I have a friend that's keeping them company that I'd at least like to visit before the meeting. You're going to have to stay on the outside unless you want to get stuck down there. Conversation through a door should do. Just want her to um, be up to date on the happenings as they were. So you are led to the chambers. They're just a series of cool underground chambers uh, that are ineffectively naturally climate controlled. So um, Shadow, uh, one of the uh, guard-like people that are down here with you would tell you that you're being called to the door. And I suppose I shall go to the door. I don't know how to do a sound effect like I'm talking through a door. I don't have I a door do voice don't filter. Worry about it. <laughs> I, I can do it. I can do the low pass. Okay. Um, and uh, sorry, I guess it's just kind of leaf leaning next to the door jam. Um, just saying, uh, Shadow, how are things? I imagine. Uh, it's it's been a little on the side of claustrophobic being stuck down here. Um, that does not bother me. Our temples are always either on top of mountains or deep underground. Are they treating you fairly? And 
there are some that are uh, less receptive to my care than others, but there are many that are so sick that it does it does not worry them who it is that tends them so long as somebody helps. It's good to hear. It seems things might be changing in the Enclave after all. I think that when you are dying, you not much care who it is that holds your hand as long as there is someone. They couldn't have asked for kinder company. Well, it is our job, yes, to take care of sick people. And uh, Void and I are doing as much as we can, but uh, we need someone who can do the cure. Well, Thon, after uh, much concerted effort, has managed to cure my mother. Yes, but he said he needed some rest, and evidently there are none among the people here <clears throat> that know how to do this, and we have lost two already. Well, there's at least light on the horizon. We know we have the capacity to cure this, so it's just a matter of time. Well, I would urge you to work fast. These people, they do not have much of that. I understand. Do you need anything? Can I bring you any supplies? Food? Yeah, they, they have uh, things here. Um, as soon as somebody is uh, has a sign of sickness or is uh, overly exposed, they, they bring them here. So there are many still on their feet as well, at least for the moment. Um, so provisions are being provided. Okay. Well, I, I thought I also might come down here to uh, keep you up to date on uh, our plans about town. Uh, obviously, you, you've heard of uh, Thon's efforts in, in the curing. Uh, but I, I've had some time speaking to the local spirits and uh, the mushrooms speak and say that uh, this this rot, this disease at the center, uh, the heart of the wood, some kind of infestation. And we managed, or I managed to narrow down the timeline to be about around the same time as the cataclysm when those creatures first started appearing. And so I, I believe it, it might be related. That is not surprising. The whole world is going to shit because of things that broke loose during the cataclysm. Well, this one's um, been more subtle than I've seen of these creatures in the past. But uh, we hope to present a case for myself and you and Riley to accompany me uh, beneath the grove, although I, I'm uncertain given this uh, quarantine period uh, from being down here. Uh, but we'd like to go visit and see what we can do to remedy this infestation. It is unlikely they will let me out until either everyone is dead or this has been fixed. But uh, we knew this when we chose to come in here. This, this is our work. Okay. Well, um, 
if I have any further news, uh, I'll return and uh, we can visit some more. Good if, luck. Uh, if something goes wrong, Leaf, and I do not get to ever come out, you will make sure that the Lady Zilla gets home, please? If it should come to that. Thank you. I do not want to think of her stuck out here on a world she does not know. Last I saw her, she was splashing about in river water, so she seems to be enjoying her time here in the meantime. That is good. Well, uh, I should go. Yes. And tell your brother, we, uh, we, we await him. Will do. And he goes back home. The end. And that's it, everybody. Turn us over. Somebody said <laughs> the end. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> so, um, you leave there. Shadow. Uh, of course, there's still plenty of sick people and plenty of people who are still resistant. So I guess you go back to comforting those who will allow you to. That's what she's there for. So, Leaf, while you're returning home, due to having to, you know, kind of go off course to go speak with Shadow, on your way back, you find Dimble speaking with Riley and Steve, and uh, they, they're just sitting around eating these citrusy fruits. Dimble, the tsunami was how tall? <laughs> All four feet. No. <laughs> Twice my size. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yes, I thought that's what you said, which is why I'm so surprised. That doesn't sound like a tsunami at all. You know what waves are, right? <laughs> Just the regular size? Okay. Well, yes, but the thing is, tsunamis are more severe out at, uh, at the surface of the water at shoreline than they are out at sea. What you've really got to worry about are things like uh, rogue waves and such out at the out in the ocean primarily. Oh, rogue waves. I bet they deal a lot of sneak attacks. Oh, yeah, they come out of nowhere. <laughs> I'd hate to get flanked by those. That would be absolutely destructive. <laughs> Riley's gonna like laugh and turn to Steve and point to Dimble going, he's doing the gesture like, this guy, isn't this guy a riot? <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he, he's just kind of like a bit deadpan and just shrugs. Hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Riley's gonna pretend that you he's enthusiastically agreed. That none of these people have probably ever seen the ocean and cannot that's conceive true. of its size. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Then, yeah, Riley will say that you, you've seen the ocean or like drawings of the ocean. No. But you know what we're talking about. There's some sort of visual there. It's water, isn't it? Well, yes, in a way, it's like it's like a pond, but huge, uh, much bigger than your eyes can actually see. The water extends straight over to the horizon and beyond. 
and apparently it's very dangerous with rogue waves and four foot tsunamis like a lake like a lake but bigger okay <laughs> have you been to a lake are there lakes around here there are a couple of lakes in the forest and Stia, have you done any boating? We do not boat. Do, do you do any swimming? Yes, we sometimes swim. Ah, wonderful. I also sometimes swim. Though there's not really many great swimming opportunities from where I particularly grew up. It does not sound like you live in any kind of balance with the place and where you live. Recently, no. Recently, I've taken to trying to call the world itself my home. Traveling. And tis the life of the adventurer. Must be filled with poison, I suppose, in many of the places you've been. That's guess you could say that's uh, dastardly creatures people with ill intents but the world is made of things both good and bad and there are many different colors out there each with their own purpose and reason I don't know I guess I've never really considered it as poison before this place is free of such poisons or was until recently. Ah, uh, yes, the uh, disease. Well, with any luck, we'll be able to help you guys clear that up so that you can continue being, as you say, free of poison. We'll see. Yes, we will. But in the meantime, hark, what do my plain human eyes see? It is a leaf on the horizon, <laughs> strutting towards us. Steve's just like, there's leaves everywhere, you fucking idiot human. <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> Shut up, Steve. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, but just one big one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one, one, five foot ten leaf. Mm -hmm. And a box to hold it in. <laughs> ah. So I, I take uh, it your time's been fruitful. <laughs> Riley grins. <laughs> and he says, yes, yes, I've enjoyed the, um, these fruits, yes. <laughs> I was going to say fruits of your people's labors, but <laughs> fuck that. Um, yes, it's been pleasant. Dimble, Steve, and I have been talking about many things. Did, I mean, I guess, uh, did, did you get into any of the uh, more interesting stories? Or was it just small talk? Oh, Dimble told me all about the four foot tall tsunamis. Question, wouldn't anything Dimble said be small talk? Ha, ah, got him. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Hot gnomes. 
please continue. Take this away from me. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I was just talking to Steve about what an exciting world, giants and great world it is, filled with a vast variety of people and creatures and things. And Riley like leans in towards Leaf a little bit, but they're still like several feet apart. And he kind of hushed whispers, but everyone can still hear him say, if you ask me, I really think Steve has just a little bit of uh, wanderlust deep in his heart, waiting to be broken free. Well, these are historic times. Steve just sighs. Ah, the <laughs> sigh of adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize that anywhere. Oh, Steve, stick with me and I'll take you a many a places. He he looks over at Rogier and is like, "You want to switch?" <laughs> uh, Riley will ask Leaf. So, how about you? How was your end of things? What did you do once we s splitted, splat, split it up? <laughs> once we split up, float. <laughs> yes. Um. I, I think it, like I, I'm, I'm assuming they're just like sitting in like the kitchen or like the common area of the house. And so uh, as as he's like talking, I think he's going into the kitchen and he's going to get some glasses and, uh, you know, like a bottle of honey wine or something like that and uh, pull up to the table. And as he's talking, he'll start pouring. And uh, he says, well, uh, I, I did accomplish a few things. Um, I, I spoke with a member of the council and uh, it's been agreed that they'll at least hear our case as far as going to the heart of the wood uh, and seeing what remedies we can apply there. Uh, since, since you uh, magically dragged everybody back to the house with you, go ahead and make me perception checks. <laughs> we were in the process of walking back when we ran into Leaf, I guess. <laughs> uh, fair enough. But go ahead and make me perception upon arrival. Uh, my perception upon arrival is a 15. <clears throat> I don't know if you want mine as well, but it's a 35. The 35 is uh, the <clears throat> far more perceptive. Wow. Uh, okay. Realizing now a lack that you missed before, a unusual stillness uh, within your home. As if it were rather empty. Uh, and I, I guess maybe as he's like, you know, divvying out the glasses that he's poured at the table, he notices that he's he's grabbed enough glasses, assuming everyone is present. And uh, so he'll start like uh, making to, to like step upstairs and get um, the pursuer and Thawne. Uh, to to come down and he'll he'll just keep talking and says, well, um, I also managed to speak with uh, some of the the fungiform creatures in the area, and uh, noted that it it seems that this ailment at the heart of the wood is more of an infestation, uh, and I think it's related to the cataclysm and the creatures that came out of it. And it does seem to be the source of a lot of problems these days. And I, I guess maybe he gets upstairs and, uh, you know, there, there's like a lull in the conversation as I'm assuming the hallway is empty. Yes. And the doorway to the room in which Thon was uh, was staying is uh, 
you know, it's closed. It's got the interwoven viney bits. Then he'll knock on the door and say, uh, Thon, uh, we're pouring drinks and uh, trading stories downstairs. Would you like to join? There is a still and uncomfortable silence. He will open the door. So you ask the vines to unweave and, and free the path. And you see inside the room, there's no one. And we'll come back next time. Oh, well, that's a lot. I was expecting there to be a corpse. Cool. All right. <laughs> you lucked out, bud. I may have also signed the pursuer to her death by leaving her alone. <laughs>
Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the Untimely Dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you would like to become a patron, check us out on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. Also, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. You can also find us in the Hive, that's our Discord, link in the description below. You can also find a link to our merch on sonerdware.com. And find us on Twitter, at Eldritch Dream, at Eterna P, and at Dustress Podcast. And until next time, everybody... May the elder gods haunt your dreams.